Yeah, it's your boy Ray Ray on the mic. Let's go. Mic check, mic check. Welcome to On the Mic with Ray White, where we share life lessons, encourage self-reflection, and equip you to take action. My name is Ray White, and I am juiced that you're taking the time to listen to this episode today. And this episode is a Ask Ray Anything episode. <laughs> first of all, first of all, I hope you all know what ask to ask me anything, you know, every once in a while, a your favorite podcast or your favorite video content creator, what have you, does it ask me anything series where people can ask questions about that individual and then they will answer it on the platforms that they so choose to produce. And I was always nervous about doing this. You know, I'm like, it's like weird. You know, it's like one, I don't know what y'all going to ask me. <laughs> and then, you know, I want to make sure that I answer well and answer articulately and all that kind of stuff. But I decided why not step out the comfort zone, just a couple steps out of it, and ask the listeners, ask the audience to ask me anything. I just want to do an episode quickly on that and got some good questions that come through. Questions that came from Instagram, that came from life, just face-to-face that I'm talking to, and other avenues that I engage with people in. So here is the Ask Ray Anything episode. I got 10 questions I want to ask, or 10 questions that were asked of me that I'm just going to share with you all and give my answers on the, on the podcast itself. And then if you have any other questions that you want to shoot me, to let me, to ask me or anything like that, please be sure to hit me up at OTM Podcast on Instagram or at Ray Devante on Instagram or Twitter, or just hit me up. Go ahead and hit me up in any format that you can. You can find me on pretty much any social media platform with my name and ask me anything, and I'll make sure to answer it onto the show. But without further ado, the 10 questions that I have for you that I'm going to be answering right now. Question number one. This is a fitting one. This is around the holiday season. The question is, what is the best holiday tradition you have with your family? Ah, yes. Best holiday tradition I have with my family. So as Muslim, as a lot of y'all know, my wife and I have two little boys, uh, three and six months now. And uh, we've been celebrating, my wife and I have been celebrating Christmas together for at least six years, which is awesome. Fantastic. One of the things that we love to do together or that this growing to be a tradition of ours is cutting down a Christmas tree. Now, cutting down a Christmas tree is not something I used to do. <laughs> I don't think I've ever cut down a Christmas tree ever before in my life until I met my wife and her family. And so now what we do around a couple weeks before Christmas time, I go out, uh, we as a family go out with my in-laws and go out and find a Christmas tree. And it's a U-cut type of deal. So we go to a Christmas tree lot, they give us the saw, they give us, uh, that's pretty much it. <laughs> they give you the saw and they say, go cut it. And so because I have never had that opportunity, I was like, sure, I'll go I'll figure it out. So it was great. It's become an awesome tradition in the last six years to go and help cut the Christmas tree and bring it back home and do that. And now that we, uh, my wife and I have our own home and we're slowly building up our own traditions, one of those things is doing a similar fashion with our children to come with us too. So our oldest, he loves being out there. He loves Christmas time. 
And he has the opportunity to watch dad, <laughs> watch me cut down a Christmas tree and bring it home and decorate it ourselves. So it's going to be becoming a fun tradition. I'm really enjoying that. We're adding elements of decorating the lights and at a house with lights and things of that nature. And again, our children are getting involved. So just the best holiday tradition is cutting down a Christmas tree and then slowly bringing in the Christmas cheer to our household. This is a fun time. Good question. Appreciate that. Next question that's on the list, question number two, is what's your favorite thing about Oregon? So now, again, for the audience listeners, I live in Salem, Oregon. I've been here for, oh, child, 10 years now? 12 years. Been here for a long time. <laughs> I've been here for a minute. 12 years. That's wild. Man, that's crazy. So for 12 years, been up here, did handling business, going to school uh, and graduating from college and then also working and building a family, obviously setting roots. So one of the things that I love about Oregon has to be the weather. <laughs> and, and before I say that, yes, it does rain, you know, about seven, eight, nine months of the year. But those three to four months, though, it's beautiful. It's beautiful out here. The weather is tempered. It's it's just nice. It's chill. I have a good time with that. And, you know, it's just, it's just mild mannered out here. And it's, it's a really good environment to be in. Um you know, again, I've been here for 12 years, so I'm slowly learning more and more about Oregon and its natural beauty and just being a part of it has been great. So I really love the spring and summertime weather. It's just, it's just comfortable. It's natural. I, I appreciate it. The next question, next question I have is, uh, what do you do for work? <laughs> and what's your favorite thing about the job? So I, I might've, I think, I don't know if I've said it out loud on the podcast, but you know, my my nine to five, my day job is an IT healthcare IT supervisor. So I oversee a small team of analysts who work on the main application within the hospital, the local hospital here in Salem. It's been fun. I've been a supervisor for four years now. Been at the hospital for five years, and been just enjoying the ability to learn how to lead and how to lead a team of very smart people. <laughs> you know, people who are who've been in the industry a lot longer than I have, who are very skillful in their in their ability to build and to be an analyst and the technology side of things. And then here's little me <laughs> stepping in and learning how to be a leader and lead them effectively. And I would say that I've grown in my leadership in this in this role. I mean, I pretty much grew up in this organization, growing up in this organization. And throughout my time there, I have slowly understood just how to network with people, how to build connections, how to drive towards a goal, how to create a vision and help rally people around and develop people into that space. And I think that my passion for leadership really continues to grow as I'm as I'm taking steps and working within this particular field. So I, that's what I do for work. And I just love to develop the people and culture side of things while executing the organizational goals all together. So that's been fun. It's been a continue to be a fun journey. That's what I do in the daytime. <laughs> and then nighttime, I'm doing the podcasting stuff. So just doing a little bit of both. It's really great. Next question. And I, I see where this one comes from. This one, shout out to my wife. My question sent with my wife sent this question in is, do you bring your wife coffee to bed every morning? 
<sighs> I'm gonna sound like a horrible husband, but no, I do not bring coffee to bed to my wife every morning. However, I do make the coffee. I do create the coffee, put it in the pot, make sure it brews well, and deliver the cup. Normally by this time, the cup's already created and she's sitting at the table with me and with the rest of the, with the boys. We're sitting at the table having breakfast together, sipping our coffee, eating our breakfast and whatnot. So no, it's not to bed, but yes, I make coffee every day and make sure she has her cup and continues to have her cups and sustain her as she is going through the day. So there it is. Shout out to my wife for sending that one. <laughs> ah, all right. Next question. Next question. Dream vacation. Yes, dream vacation. Where do I want to go? The dream vacation, the places I want to go to. I There's two locations. Well, it used to be Hawaii. And then luckily we had the opportunity to go to Hawaii a couple years ago. So that's amazing. I love that place. Still want to go there as much as I can. But two places I definitely want to get to, one is Brazil and two is New Zealand. Now, Brazil, I have this little affinity with going to South America. I think that would be amazing. Um, you know, I got, I've learned that I have some heritage down there as well in uh, the country of Guyana. So I kind of want to go into that space, but I've always wanted to go to Brazil. So I think it would be amazing to go and just to be a part of their culture just to understand and give appreciation to their culture and be involved in that area and then new zealand new zealand is a similar way it's just a beautiful location um want to go and just be there chill relax and do that kind of stuff so those are two places brazil and new zealand when it comes to dream vacations oh here's another question dream job so we in the dream state the dream job what's the dream job what would you like to do so I struggle with this question because I've slowly moved away from titles and positions. What do I mean by that? Well, I growing up, I always like, man, I want to be, you know, I wanted to be in the NBA or be in the NFL. Um, and I remember saying, you know, I wanted to be a, you know, like a, a teacher or a pastor or an executive or whatever, right? And as I'm, as I've been developing my own just awareness of myself and what really excites me and enlightens me, I realized that like positions itself don't necessarily keep me grounded. You know, it's positions are fleeting. The title is fleeting. And I want to really focus on the purpose. So what's the purpose that I want to be a part of or want to be about? And how do I live that out in every position that I'm in? So Sorry for whoever asked this question that I'm skirting around it, but I don't necessarily have a dream job, but what I would love to do is just continue to do work that engages and equips the next generation, whatever that looks like. So I've done, you know, coaching a sport and, and love doing that kind of work. Um, my current job at the hospital where new analysts that come in or even just current analysts just helping develop and cultivate the ground of, of knowledge and development to help them become successful. Um, speaking, speaking to students, speaking to uh, just the youth and sharing my story, but more importantly, providing encouragement for them that they can be successful in what they hope to accomplish and know that there's people around that will love to support them in whatever endeavor that they strive for. Mentoring, doing all kind of stuff. So just work that allows engagement and equipping the next generation is what I love to do. And that's a dream for me. And how I live that out, I hope to live that out in all places. So again, more about the purpose and less about the position when I think about my dream job. 
All right. All right. I think we are. I forgot the number. That's on me. But I think we're down to the last question. The last question I have here, which is a fitting one, a fitting question that I have is what is the hope for the podcast? Like to tell us what the win is about. And this is good. This is a good question to end on because I have used this podcast for many different things. I think the baseline, the underlying tone tone of this podcast is just an environment to practice creating content, social engagement, and speaking. I will share in another episode in a, in a year a uh, year in the life of on the Michael Three White. Ooh, that might be the title of it. <laughs> anyway, I shared in a, I'll share another episode just but like what this podcast has meant for me in this past year. And I and honestly started off with this podcast with just a little bit of frustration, <laughs> just what was going on. And also uh, some just like anxiety of just like, you know, I just need to start. So I just started. And I think so far along the way, I've learned so much, which I'll, again, I'll share. But the hope for this podcast is just a, a, an opportunity just to practice and to utilize some skill sets and to grow in some skill sets. I still have an a desire to bring people onto the podcast and make it more of a interview type of setting because I feel like that's where my wheelhouse is when it comes to this type of content creation. Like I want to share other people's stories and sure my story has a has a tie to it, but I really want to share other people's stories and make those connections for others, uh, for the audience to have that space. Uh, but until I figure it out, you know, until I, I don't want to bring nobody on, um, who without having more of a sense of what direction is going. So I appreciate uh, the people that I've interviewed so far that you've heard already from uh, Nick Lawson and and my mama, Sinead Garner, uh, had them both on the podcast and they've done an excellent job of, of just saying, hey, you're in town, let's talk, you know, let's figure this out together. I really want to interview you because of your story um, and you're, this is a format I'm working on, would you practice with me? And they've luckily said yes. And so through those experiences, I have been able to really hone in and craft, okay, what do I want this podcast to be about? What do I want this space to be for? And I'm super excited to be able to replicate that in 2020 and just move forward in that space and create more of an environment and an and a experience for the guests that come onto the show, not just a, a, a random, hey, how's it going? Like, sure, there needs to be that type of candor, but... I wanted to have some direction. I wanted to have some goals in that. So more to come on that piece, but just as the hope of the podcast, the podcast itself is just a platform. Um, current state is a platform for practice, but eventually it'll be a platform for sharing perspectives, sharing stories of others, people's and, and, and just creating connection and community in that space. And I will continue to hone in on the message in that way, continue to hone in on the niche that I want to speak to. But for now, uh, it was a starting point and I love it. And I think a win is just consistently putting out content. <laughs> a win is keep getting better. Uh, I have some internal goals that I work on on my end, such as constant posting uh, on social media, being constant in the podcasting space, and then trying a new element, adding a new element each month. And so I hope you've seen some videos, you've seen some uh, different types of visual engagement. Um, in that way and just even the the voice and the content itself just practicing different things so 
those are just what I want to share as a hope and a win. Um, it'll come more clearly later on, but for now, that's you know, it's a practice space and it's a, it will continue to be a practice space, but with more clarity as we move forward. So there it is. <laughs> there it is. The Ask Ray Anything of On the Michael Thray White. I definitely enjoyed that. If you have any other questions for me moving forward with the podcast, please shoot them my way at OTM Podcast or at Ray Devante on any social platform that you see. I'll be super excited to take a look at that to craft my answer for you and to give you a clear answer moving forward. Uh, I appreciate you taking the time to listen to this. Please let me know your thoughts on this. I will wrap all this up with one final podcast episode for 2019 just to end everything to reflect everything and until next time make sure you check us out and continue to share your story peace